Yeah, because there's quite a few movies that are like the easy answer, and then mm-hmm. there's that movie that like maybe you're afraid to share. Like, mm-hmm. I love this. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten to a point where, you know, we talk about guilty pleasures. I don't know if I have guilty pleasures. I have ple- I have movies that I know are I guess that I know are bad, but I'll like, uh, I will thank you. I will like. Um, Go to bat for it. Go to bat for yeah. For why? What, Tokyo what Drift. about them? Yeah, I will go to bat for. I think this is one movie. of those movies for me. If sure, you, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to say this, but it's like if you were expecting to watch this and be like, "Oh, what's so amazing about this?" It was like nothing. Yes, but this is kind that. of one man's insane trip, and whoever shot it did a really good job. And they yeah. did something different. They like tried. That's yeah. a, that's a really good. It was summary. very interesting, and especially since he said it was so cheap. And made no money. Well, mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why it was cheap is everybody was like, sure, I'll just do this because it's Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you saw everybody in that movie Cameron is a Diaz, famous working actor. Benicio Del Toro, yeah. Even yep. the smallest, like, little cameo Christina parts. Ricci. These are people who do, you know, get tens of millions of dollars of film. Mm-hmm. And they were How like, long yeah. after I'll the mask was They this? all worked for scale. <laughs> Not that long. Yeah. I, I mean, if it came out was... in 98, it was probably shot in what, 96, yeah. 97. Yeah. So the three, mask four. was 94. Like, she was the yeah. hottest star yeah. in, in Hollywood. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cameron Diaz. She I worked think... one day in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> in she, an elevator set. You know, and everybody that works one day on that movie get, got, gets to say, like, I was in Fear and Loathing in Las yeah. Vegas. I know? definitely feel like it was a movie that was for. People who want, you know, it's counterculture for people. Yeah. Like, no, you mean you just probably didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there was yeah, nothing yeah. to not get. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I think that's you, a good yeah, enough. You just didn't like it. That's a good. That's a good place <laughs> to start. Didn't. That was my one of my me and a buddy's favorite thing to say. Whenever didn't matter what the movie is, it could be Shrek, and you're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, you probably didn't get it. You just didn't get it. You just didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw that it's around. The over easiest way to cut people yeah. down immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You just didn't get it. Maybe you want to watch it again. <laughs> I'm really used to I'm really used to that because I did not enjoy Batman versus Superman. Oh, the internet let me know. You just didn't get it, Hector. I'm like, really? <laughs> I've just been studying these characters for my entire also, life. What I didn't is get not it. To get. Mm-hmm. There's that nothing, the, there's yeah. nothing to not simplistic. get. There's nothing to not get in that Bullshit. movie. But um it's either you like it entertained. or entertained. You, you don't get entertained when you watch it. That show yeah. that movie has been on in the background of my house several <laughs> times. And I'm always like there's an yeah. infinite amount of entertainment we could be watching. Why is this still on? It's, it's a real bum. As opposed to even like the shittiest Marvel movie, which I'll say is probably Thor: The Dark World. There are some entertaining sequences. There's super. There's a lot of boring sequences in that too. A lot of boring stuff. Yeah, true. But there are moments where you're like, oh, look at Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth. They're great. You know, like, oh, look at this Chris Evans cameo. That's pretty good. The makeup and costumes yeah. are amazing. <laughs> the, here's the real problem with Superman vs. Batman. It's not bad enough to be terrible. <laughs> Right. So that where you kind of enjoy for how terrible it is. Exactly. Like Ishtar yeah. was sort of for the longest time like the worst movie. Have you seen it? It is no. so bad. Well, now the is worst it movie. Fun though. No. Yeah, <laughs> that one's not fun. No, but it's so it's so. It it came out in a time where clearly they everybody was on a lot of cocaine and was like, <laughs> "This is a good idea. Like, we'll just make it what? work, right?" And what they is couldn't that movie? make it work. What is Ishtar? Who's oh, in that? God. What's it about? Uh, like Warren Beatty. Okay, I'm already and, out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Warren Beatty kicks you out of the movie? Yeah, Dick Tracy. You don't like Warren and, uh, Beatty? Dustin Hoffman. He's okay. In I the like desert, writing yeah. writing song jingles, oh. uh, commercial jingles. Ishtar. I think I have heard about that. Ishtar. And this brings what? up another point. It's it's so bad. Like you know how people just keep re- remaking good movies and making them sort of right. worse. 
Right. People should remake terrible movies yes. and make them great. Why here's, don't they do Here's that? my top three. If you want to be known as a great filmmaker, take Agreed. a terrible, there's so terrible many movie movies with and, like, terrible con- or like just great, a, a great concept mm-hmm. and just yeah. poor and execution. And they just totally blew mm-hmm. it for yeah. whatever reason. Here's my top three movies I want them to remake, which I think are not good movies, but like you said, Keller, their ideas are so good. Number one, uh, well, I'll go from three to one. Number okay. three, Short Circuit. Wait, hmm. the one where the lady falls in love with the robot? I don't know if they fall. They don't really. Isn't that what happens? No, it's more just like a. It's more like a. Uh, you know, he's like a. We'll have to up a, it. A it's not like B movie. Yeah, no, it's not like B movie. <laughs> where, where that, that woman really wants want, to be intimate yeah, with the B. Yeah, that B wanted to fuck that lady and vice versa. It's not like that. Have you seen B movie? Kelly? I haven't seen B movie. It's no. very bad. Uh, I've heard great things. I can't the, believe you'd say that. The B stands for bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's short Sorry, circuit. Jerry. Is Steve Gutenberg and Fisher Stevens playing an Indian guy? Which number one? But uh, he at least did a lot of time researching the role and came up with an authentic Indian accent. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's the Fisher. worst sort it's of real impression. Bad. And uh, and Fisher Stevens is a very talented comedic actor. But he again, made that movie about killing all those whales and. Did scaring he? us. Yeah, remember he did that documentary uh, about uh, how the Japanese slaughter. Uh, really? The Cove? Is that him? Fisher Stevens? Yeah. He did the Cove? I'm almost positive. Man, Fisher right? Stevens, it's so come out on, of dude, left two field. on the nose. So it is so out of left field. But the, I want <laughs> not them, really, they're mammals. I want Whoa. them to remake <laughs> um, Short Circuit. It's basically Wally, but live action. But there's no love story uh, with an actual like Indian American person. That would be great. Number two, I want them to remake um, Weird Science. You didn't like Weird Science? Hey, man. It's a bad movie, but yeah, there's but some it, good but stuff again, in there. It's, it's, it goes it's it is perfect of its for the time, time period. It is yeah, of its just, right. time. It's just but too a little nerdy too 80s of its dudes time, yes. trying to get laid. Exactly. So and I want to see that. There's a lot of fun in twenty twenty eighteen sexism things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's exactly. a thing that, that you I, fall into those traps. Yeah. I want to see a 2018 version of that. I think you could say a lot good and bad about being a young person in sexuality and all that stuff and it could still be a real fun sex romp comedy thing you could yeah. even even if know. you like gender flip it and make it two girls trying to get laid and they create like the perfect male specimen and it's like chris hemsworth or something comedy gold like you could still mm-hmm. do you know that and i think it, still, it would still be a like good time but you're still treating somebody who's just uh a fuck toy. Exactly. But, <laughs> but pretty hard. what I In love about... today's society, <laughs> with the fuck toys we have now. I know. <laughs> what I guess that's the thing is, is we're yeah. so close to just weird science exactly. robots exactly. already. Exactly. Like, the premise would be some horrible thing like, oh, these kids ordered a robot from Japan. Like, it would just be like, that's some super advanced, you know, bicentennial man thing. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but like, even if you watch the original weird science... I want to fuck a Robin Williams yeah. robot. <laughs> I would. If you watch weird science like you'd think that what was the actress's name kelly lebrock was the was like the knockout even she has like there's certain scenes where she has agency and she sort of tells them what's what and she kind of teaches them about sexuality in kind of a healthy way and like there there is an attempt to like teach moral lessons about how to be shitty and not shitty well and that's Mm -hmm. what the whole moral of the story is they learn how to treat women exactly so So they want to have sex i'm like "Mm, maybe we could use that movie again like maybe let's do that again for young dudes to look at who Um, remakes the iconic oingo boingo song though I don't know. I mean, that yeah. is that song Weird and the movie goes hand in hand. Yeah, probably not even know that that was probably a like Fallout Boy to do yeah. it like they do with the Ghostbusters song. It can't be like Kings of Leon or something. Oh no, Kings <laughs> Leon's too big now. Mute math. Sure, okay. you're just thinking of all the bands that I listen to That's that right. you don't. You're like, That's oh, right. can I we know. get Michael Giacchino yeah. to do it? Yeah, that's all I listen to. And number one, Splash. The Mermaid movie. Remake Splash? Remake Splash. 
My idea when I was younger was you remake Splash and instead of setting it in like the gross, dingy New York harbor where a mermaid's just going to pop up and mess with like a young guy in his 20s, make, like set it in San Diego where it's actually beautiful. I think that's like two <laughs> Disney Channel original movies by this point, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think there was. I think they've already yeah. done that. But do it just just to, for an excuse to like find who, that the, find who the new Tom Hanks and John Candy are like today. Find them. It, Ten years ago, it would have been Shia LaBeouf starring in Splash and he would have done a great job. But True. now who is it? And then you, you have an excuse to create the new uh, baby girl name that will just take off because before that movie, That's it was Madison. Right. Madison was just a street name and not a girl's name, and then Splash came out. So the ne- this next one should yeah. be like Cahuenga or something. Like you name the mer- the mermaid's like that's Ever a- any street. Yeah, that's a beautiful okay. name, Cahuenga. and then the, the, the gate's like Cahuenga. Right. The guy's like Cahuenga. That's a street name, and then it just takes off. And Coldwater people, Canyon. Yeah, people people <laughs> name their little girl Lankershim. Lankershim, exactly. Yeah, Lank. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. You've just listened to a bunch of bullshit, but we're about halfway through, probably, maybe like a third into it. Let's just keep going. Who? Huh? That's, that's me. Uh, sitting across from me is my good buddy, Keller Knobloch. Hello. And our guest tonight is a very, very special one indeed. He specifically chose this movie. So excited to talk to him. He is a producer, writer, that's about it. That's about okay. Yeah. I was like, "Tell me when I'm wrong." I've had one profession in my adult life, and, and that's that, making and that's making TV stuff. shows and shit. Making yeah. TV shows and shit. <laughs> uh, you may know him if you watched the show uh, last year, and then it was canceled earlier this year. I don't want maybe not canceled, maybe just ended. But Mothership. Derek, it was definitely canceled. Was they definitely requested canceled. we stop doing. Yeah. It. <laughs> Producer on Mothership. Not. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Derek Paller, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Derek, you. thank you so much for coming on the show today. No, I'm excited to to be here. I was. Glad to be asked out of the house at all. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we are thrilled to provide that excuse. We're, we're honestly so excited to have you here uh, to talk about this movie because you have a history with this movie. And if you're not aware, Derek, we're about to do the one of the only um, traditions we have here on the show. Because this is from Empire Magazine, a British magazine from 2008, Keller is going to read the movie that we're talking about tonight and the blurb about the movie. And don't forget the director, even though they messed up. Oh yeah, got it. Uh, in a old this British, this is the first typo we've come across. First typo in this magazine. Seven months into this wow. first typo, but that's in, pretty good. This is, is a dense not magazine. Bad. Not bad. In an old British man's voice to really set mm. the stage. So here we go, Keller. What movie are we talking about tonight? Four hundred and sixty-nine. <laughs> Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, nineteen hundred and ninety-eight. Johnny Depp. <laughs> boo. D- wait, director. Director Terry Gilliam, we just went over this, I'm very sorry. Uh, Director Terry Gilliam. Johnny Depp, boo, boo, channels Hunter S. Thompson and consumes inhuman amounts of drugs, while Terry Gilliam, boo, shows that the straight, Nixon-voting world outside Thompson's head, represented by Vegas at its most hideous, is scarcely less insane. Hmm. Not well, bad. That I was like a that great blurb. accent. Yeah, pretty Thank good blur. Thank you so much. Thank you. I don't know if that's what the movie is about. <laughs> Derek, uh, what, very good Derek, what is this movie Thank about? You very much. Well, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's sort of that, but mm-hmm. really it what you're watching. that into like five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're essentially watching a movie adaptation about a book about a guy who selfishly does a bunch of drugs and then sort of wonders like, what happened to the, the thing that sort of we came up on in these hippie values? Mm-hmm. Is, is the American dream still alive and well? But really, he was just doing all of the drugs yeah, uh, and avoiding work. Yeah. Um, and also, I disagree. I, I think Vegas in some ways is more hideous now because the thing that they're, they're selling, you know, the like, 
whatever happens here stays. Mm-hmm. Or cheat on your wife, spend your money, bring the kids. This is way gross. Bring your kids. And they have a, like, at least back then it was like, you're going to get, like, some bullshit-ass prime rib deal mm-hmm. and some lobster. And now it's like, you know that restaurant you love in New York, L.A., Chicago? We have one of those. It's the same. We're everything. Just come here. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of, it's the fakest. It We're in L.A. Out. and Hollywood. Yeah. And it's way faker than here. It's true. It's true. <laughs> That's a good I, point. I love and hate Las Vegas. Like, it's worse than Universal Studios, even. Yeah. It's a lot like like City Walk, though. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's just much Mm -hmm. larger, but with, you know, every sort of that part of your brain that you try to shut up because it's like, no, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) They have that, and they're willing to look the other way and they tell you in their ads. Uh, They encourage it. How many other movies so far, Keller, other than the only one I'm thinking of is. the first one we talked about for this project, which was Ocean's Eleven, Steven Soderbergh, right? 2001. Second Vegas which, movie. Um, uh, Back is to this the Future Part 2, does that count? Uh, kind of, yeah. Biff kind of has like a proto-Vegas. Well, but that's in Hill Valley. It True. is in He Hill just Valley. sort of yeah. changed the rules. I watched it the other day. Did you really? Um, yeah. Um, uh, is Leaving Las Vegas in here? That's, not, I that's mean, not a terrible movie. Maybe, but so far, oh, we've oh, only oh. come across, because the first movie on the list is he, number Nick Cage five. won for that movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. He did. Um, yeah, that's a great. Well, yeah, let's, kids listening. Nick Cage used to be okay. <laughs> he used to be a he great was, actor. He and was I not think buying he still bones. can. Keller was just having this I'm an conversation. He was just having. The, he asked me. I'm flat excited out, for Mandy. Flat out, I'm sitting on the couch trying to enjoy my day or whatever, and Keller just blank <laughs> stares at me and he's like, TV. "Hector, do you think Nicolas Cage is a good actor?" And I was like, "Honestly, no, I don't think so." I, and then I said, "What about?" And then just, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna. T- well, he, he's I think gonna. He's turned then, into a Christopher Walken person yeah. where you just see his face and you're like, "Yay, he's ridiculous." Or hear his voice in like an animated thing. You're like, yay. Yeah. And I, I, used to be a I, great actor. I backtracked, I backtracked yeah. and I went, I think he is a good actor, but I think he has made bad like decisions. Bad choices. Bad choices. And now he's in movies like Left Behind and whatever, you know, Sometimes weird you stuff. go too far. And yeah. it's hard to get that back. Mm-hmm. And I think you know he's, what I mean? He's, Cage is a, such a specific type of actor that when he's good, he's good. And it almost feels like the roles were written for him. And when he's bad, it's because he's too Nick Cagey. Speaking of which, yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Kind of similar. Like now that you, yeah. you know, this was 98. We hadn't had a ton of Johnny Depp. This is what, yep. 10 years away from Edward Scissorhands. It's not yep. that far. Mm-hmm. But now you look at his work and it's like, oh, you kind of do the same yep. thing over and over again. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of the same and thing. when you have a Danny Elfman soundtrack, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're on a pirate boat pretending it's to be fun. Keith Richards, we're all having a good it's time. Fun. But he, you know, he doesn't. He's always sort of playing Hunter S. Thompson or Keith Richards yeah. in one form or another. That's what you said because I said as we were watching the movie that I was kind of bummed that I have never seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas because now I see it and go, he's just doing Captain Jack Sparrow yeah. as opposed to playing who a, a person I don't know that much about, Hunter S. Thompson. And I you thought said he was that it was like a brilliant uh, I portrayal mean, of Thompson. Yeah, I think you know if you if he has the look and the mannerisms mm-hmm. down, and mm-hmm. also the voice. Like there's lots of interviews. There's sort of a famous one that hunter did right around this time probably in 69 talking about his time with the hell's angels wow and it really is like depp just watched that a thousand times and learned to smoke like him and do the mannerisms and all that like it's just he he just picked up on that but also you know i don't think johnny depp is like wow i have to put myself in the headspace of somebody who uh treats the world like it's toilet and just does drugs and does Uh whatever he wants like he already has that part in his brain yeah yeah <laughs> to be that level of yeah selfish. all he had to do was do an impression and yeah tap into what that. he already had i mean the had. story is they hung out and got along great because of course because they're because they, they're probably <laughs> both they're cut from the same cloth yeah they're cut yeah. from the same yeah so you're saying and both Derek, probably like, think they're geniuses 
Oh, without well, I don't know if Hunter S. Thompson would. Mm-hmm. Would you well, say maybe. he's aware of his? He was of his fame, but and he his, was also self-loathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think you know it was one of those, and we talked about it too. He realized the hippie generation that he was a part of that counterculture was broken. Yeah, and there was really no recovering for it. Yeah, um, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know we can get into how it sort of parallels a lot of the movements that happen today, which mm-hmm. is you know eventually you're gonna grow up. Yeah, and how are They're, you? How are uh, you gonna grow up? You know, are you gonna hold on to those values? You're gonna teach that to your kids, or yes. are you gonna get a job and be part of the status quo and look the other way? Mm-hmm. It's a re- it's a real bummer, and it's a thing I've been thinking about. Where like a lot of people, I think maybe from different generations, are looking at what's happening now, whether it is with. Um, movements that are addressing sexual harassment, systemic racism, gun violence, all of these things that feel like they're at a tipping point, like the corruption in politics. This is happening forever. Right. And so I think a lot of people are saying, hey, it'll normalize. It's just louder now. It's just louder now. But you're able to see it more and you can't really escape it. Exactly. It's always been so, there, and now it's just really on it. Yes, you know, inescapable. and now because of things like the internet and social media, and and you know, hopefully like police body cams and these kinds of things, it's getting to a point where people are hopefully fed up enough that things will change. And I well, worry and freak out that like that they won't. I remember waking up and my parents sitting in the living room, <sighs> looking at the TV, and it was the Rodney King beating, and that was yeah. like that was the worst televised was it 20, thing. Thirty at that years point. ago, and yeah. You know, where are we? <laughs> yeah. well, I know. And again, my parents were of this generation and they were, you know, mm-hmm. hippies too. They, mm-hmm. they did the same thing, protesting for, you know, Equality, again, my parents rights, grew up in yeah. like a really rough part of Venice Beach. Yeah. And it was the same thing like, hey, cops treat you like shit. Mm-hmm. People don't get the same breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, our politicians are corrupt. N- nothing has changed. It's such, it's we just so can't stop talking about it. We yeah. haven't done anything. Hopefully that on a larger something. scale, but hopefully, I mean, look, Keller and I grew up. As long as it's in your face at yeah. all times, it's harder well, to. It's undeniable put it that it hasn't gotten better, now. right? Yes. Oh, very. Yeah. Um. Yes. Worse even. It's just not perfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, Keller and I, when we were kids, it was. Uh, and you were a young person when this happened. It's Columbine, and you think, oh, that'll be the last. I was time one year a- removed from high school, and it still was like. That's the right. Sh- it was. It was weird to see kids my age like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only saw that kind of trauma in war. Yeah. And you didn't see it here. We mm-hmm. were safe. In a school. Uh, yeah, exactly. Especially know, in a school. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's it's uh, so watching this movie is kind of like it's frustrating because of that, because because there is a lot of truth in the in the hey, nothing fucking changed, you know, from the si- yeah. from the 60s movement to the 70s to the movie made about it that is taking, you know, that is being shot in 1997 sure. and comes out in 98 and we're watching it in 2018 and it's all like Well, think about all those relevant. people who protested in the 60s yeah. and a lot of what he was talking about were the same people who got super greedy in the mm-hmm. 80s and then they had kids mm-hmm. and then they got divorced and made the kids raise themselves mm-hmm. and now we're sort of those kids <laughs> trying to figure out like what, what direction Ugh. are we going to go in? Oh boy. Well, you know. at least we just kind of like, I don't know, we have less of a path to go about yeah. ourselves because it's like, well, we obviously can't do it that fucking way because yeah. that's yeah. not a great way to go about things. Hopefully, yeah. So I don't even know. We do See, you're getting of all of this from that movie. I know. Well, yeah, there wasn't as Thank much you. debt back then and there was still more jobs. But again, like yeah. what that what that movie did show you yeah. is name one person of color in that movie. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Hunter S. Thompson was still somebody who was relatively a progressive, but mm-hmm. his life still featured the one person of color, mm-hmm. was his 
sidekick. Was his sidekick slash, well, slash lawyer. Lawyer slash who like, made multiple oh, yeah. racial yeah. comments. Yeah. But, but again, I think those were sort of like in good fun when you were when it was acceptable to to do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you I, had when you had you a know. Mexican buddy and you'd call him like a spick all the time, like that yeah. sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that makes um, sense. But but yeah, you know. <laughs> they were telling, you know, truthfully of of that time sure. period, and that's why it was just a bunch mm-hmm. of older white dudes cruising around, and that was like Vegas, especially in the seventies, was that peak of like corny ass white people mm-hmm. sort of entertainment. You know, yeah, like it's like Debbie Reynolds and all that gaudy their idea of and, culture. Yeah, yeah, and of like, oh, what could Vegas, be more fun the than the height this? of luxury? Yeah, circus, circus. Yeah, yeah. Which it's, they had that weird scene where it's like the guy wanted to run away to the circus when he was a kid, and now he owns the circus. Yeah. It's like that's why that hotel exists. Yeah, and now that's Donald awful. Trump is still one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Or just even the idea of like, well, what back then in Vegas, what was the best meal you could get? Prime mm-hmm. rib, steak, lobster. Rib, lobster. There was no buffet for ten dollars. <laughs> Which, by the way, listen, lobster is great. Steaks are great. Great. You know what else is good? Like food from other countries. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Having some of that every once <laughs> yeah. in a while is is, yeah. is great. Yeah. Derek, what, yes. what are your overall thoughts on this rewatch? You said you've you've seen this movie tons of times. You have seen like, a lot. I was old enough. I'm one of Hector's only co-workers and friends who was old enough to have seen this in the theaters <laughs> that's um, not true um it was, i was eight yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was it was different i mean i was i was 18 and i was definitely like starting to uh, most of my high school i avoided drugs and alcohol but mm-hmm. i was always attracted to them mm-hmm. but i still was like no i want to like be a good person play hockey take care of myself but then mm-hmm. after that sort of went away it was like i want to do all of the drugs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want to do all of the things you know all the comics that i grew up and all oh, yeah. the all of the music that i grew up listening to i want to do the things that they did so this movie and hunter s thompson and his books was part of that exploration and you read the he book really before. celebrated that i yeah. read it in high school i barely remember it but i do know mm-hmm. it was a lot of that it was recommended because it was like oh well, you're you're getting at that rebellious age so this is you there know you go. you'll enjoy this counterculture what was it like when the movie i mean i looked it up and the movie cost 13 something million to make and it yeah. made 10 something million so like it didn't make its budget back I mean, listen and, it was 20 years ago that yeah. was still not a lot of money oh for the sure the economy hasn't changed that much where i was like well that was you know you could buy you could things cost the same sort of yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah what you spend at taco bell and mcdonald's now is what you spend um roughly yeah yeah so what was it like when the movie came out in theaters nobody saw you it go, nobody saw nobody it. saw it how did you feel when you saw it i well stoned so <laughs> were you pumped to see it i really wanted to see it because when you, you read the read book it. especially okay. at that age mm-hmm. it didn't make a lot of sense mm-hmm. i didn't have any frame of reference for what That's these like, drugs yeah, did to you it, and I didn't have any, like, a lot of the stuff he was talking about. Even now, I, I have more context in terms of some of the, like, Nixon talk and, mm, and mm-hmm. some of what was going on in the country that mm-hmm. was really glossed over. And a when couple you were times a kid. you pointed out, you're like, you're like, that's pretty accurate. To, if you're like tripping, that's pretty accurate. That's yeah. an exaggeration. Yeah. And I was like, very fascinated. Like, it, oh. it really was like, because. You know, I started to, you know, I've done acid and mushrooms a few times. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the suitcase that they had. I would, even at my age, I would still love to explore that. But, adrenochrome? Um, yeah. That maybe, <laughs> that sounds fake. That maybe yeah, that's Yeah, it real. came I from adre- no adrenal glands. Like, I would, like, people Well, that's sort do, of what mescaline is. And people do God. blood transfusions. Yeah. Oh it's like, God. I need this young person's blood now. Yeah. So I don't Well, listen, doubt vampires it. were on to something. Yeah. People do DMT <laughs> and nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, which I would totally do. But um, <laughs> it was the first time We're doing screen, that right after this. 
bunch of DMT. Where acid was always, you know, you would just see all these colors and people tripping out. But Mm -hmm. often it's a little more subtle. It's just like the Mm -hmm. movement of somebody's face or like a sound repeating or being stuck in a thought for literally hours. Wow. And that sort of, it it showed kind of what that is like. And then sometimes when he's like stepping through blood and he sees lizards, like drugs are not like that. You're not Mm going to see the lizards. Mm -hmm. That's a fun scene though. Um, and that was also when I was a kid, when they would say things, you know, the D.A.R.E. program was totally targeted at me because mm-hmm. I was in elementary school in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they would say things like, well, if you take this drug, you'll think you can fly. You'll As an eight-year-old, I was maggots like, are coming yeah. out of your skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy thought he was an orange and peeled himself. And it was like, yeah. that's up. That's yeah. what's up. Like, I want to know fly. how that works. I want to yeah. think I can fly. You'll think you're in a cartoon. Like, are yeah. you fucking, you're telling yeah. this to nine-year-olds, dude. We want to be in that cartoons. Was All you do is watch Looney Tunes where they beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That was maybe a mistake. They should have been like, you'll want to do taxes and yeah. you'll want to get a job. <laughs> Job and exactly. invest in a 401k and You're kids are like eat broccoli Ooh. yeah Ooh, what? um yeah so and funny. so everybody in the theater like i mean i told you guys earlier but like my friends that i went with wanted to be as high as a human can mm-hmm. and so that sort of made the movie really scary just for a lot of it <laughs> weed just weed just okay, weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah really scary. but still like we we hit from a four foot bong which is stupid <laughs> it's sort of like dabbing now it's like nobody yeah. needs to be that high ever that's a bad idea um but why are you, why are you, are you smiling dab? like that, Keller? Why are you smiling uh, like that? It's a no uh, herb apartment complex, man. <laughs> oh man, but still, it's true. Painfully high, but so that level of high, and it's then not, you're, you're sitting you in a theater. You can control it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your. First I have mistake. it. I got, I got to say, the only time that I've dabbed, it was one of those where it was like five, ten minutes later. You're like, I've. I've made a huge mistake. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I will go sit down for a while. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, I think the most stoned or high that I was was when I had an edible, and that was a mistake. Because I've tried smoking, and it didn't really... Yeah. I didn't like it, and it didn't work for me. So once I tried an edible, and then I went to go see Mad Max Fury Road, oh, and no. that was a mistake. I freaked no. out. And, and that's what I, I remember that and yeah. enjoyed it. I, I we loved not, it, though. We I went and saw it again this yeah. same weekend. But I did not have a good... I freaked out on the part where they're just driving in the desert at night, and all of a sudden there was like these characters on stilts that had like bird masks or something. I was like... Oh, yeah. That like, is terrible. Because it's unexplained, and you it's terrifying. You grabbed my arm. It's also like Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like There's Burning Man at that. night, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? We were two happening? of six people in some San Diego movie theater, and Hector like grabbed my arm when these bird yeah. people show up. I yeah, out. but it the... was it was like that when I mm-hmm. saw it where you're like, I'm very uncomfortable, and the mm-hmm. movie itself is like uncomfortable to watch. Yep, gravity you know, with... got me like that. Oh, I yeah. saw that in 3D, super high, yeah. and that movie is so intense just in general. Yeah, because weed is just supposed to help you a little bit. Yes, it's not supposed yeah. to like when you it's take acid or mushrooms, mm-hmm. it's like pack your bags, you're going on a trip. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Accept you got to prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like. You're hydrated. Tell some your friends snacks. you're gonna lay down. This guy sits yeah. here and he doesn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> you have to let people know like I'm gonna be doing this. Yeah. So if I call you and I'm crying, it's yeah. okay. Just it's... don't answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so you know a lot of what the movie did, which really does sort of capture what it's like to be on drugs and being completely out of control and not being okay with that. Yeah, don't um, go to Las Vegas. No. I know. No. Don't fucking go Knocked to Las Vegas. Knocked up was wrong about that, too. Yeah. Like, d- don't take mushrooms. Every movie well, ever idea. was wrong if about you, that. If you remember, Knocked Up, they freaked out because they went to go see Cirque du Soleil and Seth Rogen got freaked out with all, like, Truth. The, like the little baby yeah. character that came at him because he was that. trying to run away from, you know, his, his responsibilities of yeah. being a father. Cirque du Soleil so is just they, a high thing. They, just, they just, cried in a hotel yeah. room and, like, drove back to L.A. and they were, you know, it's, but yeah, they say in the movie, they say in Fear and Loathing, well, they don't actually say 
this, but you said this, Derek. It's yeah. sensory overload. Don't go to Las Vegas. No, it's it's Worst too much. Place. The things you're already doing too are, much are, are too far. Mm-hmm. Too mm-hmm. far. Um, but that's one of the things that the movie again it it cost thirteen, made eighteen million, made ten but, million. But they did a lot of things. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but it did a lot of things right. Like yes. How they photographed that movie was really beautiful. How they mm-hmm. photographed it. How they lit it. It was yeah. lit super and, well. And how, how close, you felt uncomfortable. How close you were to the characters yeah. when they were you're in the elevator. It. You're in the car. You're yeah. In mm-hmm. those gross hotel. You could rooms. feel those. Those I'm in moments. the toilet while Benicio del Toro's vomiting. Several, several, several times of that. Yes, man. The vomit guy on this movie. Great job. <laughs> yeah. Dude. All of the set directors. I want to point out all of the hotel rooms that were like trashed it was like awesome it was better than like the hangover better than yeah. like you even know, before in, they trashed it like yeah. how the flamingo looked yes. i mean vegas always sort Horrifying. of looked like you know just somebody vomited color everywhere mm-hmm. um and they did a good job of getting you know, like that terrible pink shag carpet mm-hmm. accented with teal Ugh. um just awful decisions yeah um so that you know all in all it was like this movie did a lot of things yeah. right I agree. Yeah. I don't know if it is a, so sort of my overall thoughts are like, again, I can kind of appreciate this movie absolutely for what it is. I don't think it's something I'll need to ever see again. But when people now say- When it's on, you'll watch them. Like you'll find it on HBO and depending on when it is, like especially if it's Mm -hmm. there's a scene- Especially if you're with somebody like, oh, watch this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. show's crazy right now. Like the white rabbit scene when there's about to throw the the player in the tub. Hits him with an orange or whatever. with an orange fruit. But how that builds up and with the music, it really is like, you should watch this for a yeah. second. Like, this There's, is going to be interesting. Benicio Del Toro's performance is great. insane. Oh, right? He's it's my favorite so, part of the movie. so, so good. Benicio Del Toro Johnny Depp is very good, next too. Next level. Yeah. He, he also was. did that thing where Benicio had to eat, like, tons of ice cream yeah. to be the giant fat person that he was. He gained movie. a lot of weight. Was, my first yeah. question I asked was, like, is that Benicio's real body? Because he <laughs> just has his gut hanging out as yeah. he was driving in the car. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, yeah, he was he was terrifying and also sad. And it was also sad, just terrifying, really, and also like, an honest portrayal of some. Yes, a terrible human being. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm. St- yeah. He was like his lawyer. Yeah, that's what he was in real life. Yeah, he was some sort of legal counsel friend type, but he How was allowed he to practice law. Like, <laughs> decide where hotel rooms were. Was he like his yeah. manager too? What is that? no well, idea? Yeah. Well, that, I think that's another thing that the movie does is it does leave some things blank so that you're playing that role of like. You know, and he does it several mm-hmm. times throughout the movie. He's like, where am I? Mm-hmm. What's happening? How many days have Talking passed? Talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kind of, as a viewer, are like, wait, he was just wearing a pink shirt. Why is he wearing a chat? Like, you mm-hmm. don't really get a sense of the time and space in there. Yeah. Because they're all on drugs. Yeah. True. And it's also a movie so with no protagonist. Up. You're rooting for nobody in that movie. That's true. Everybody's garbage. You're just yeah. watching. Yeah. Even Christina yeah. Ricci, I was like, what are you doing, girl? Get out of there. Like, even, yeah. you know, uh, Tobey Maguire looked weird. He was horrifying. Bad that wig. Weird but wig. I feel like that wig had to be a, a purposeful choice, right? Because yeah. I know they yeah. didn't have a lot of money. But Johnny no. Depp's looked okay. Yeah. It did. Did they spend all the wig money on Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. Depp's wig? Yeah, because, come on, Toby. Um, it looked like he was just wearing rubber around his... Like, it yeah. looked like it was held on with band-aids. Yeah. It, it, looked, <laughs> it looked like he was wearing a wig from, like, a discarded snl skit where somebody needed to be a cancer patient whose hair yeah. was falling out because it was so thin and blonde and wispy i'm like that's not a real it was like they hair. wanted to give the garth wig a haircut mm-hmm. and they were like oh you mm. cut way too much his hair was we'll use off. It. <laughs> it's fine was it i, I mean know. i don't know but um toby yeah, mcguire that's pretty much the cast and you're right derek like there's no protagonist in this no 
<laughs> and there's only a few moments of lucidity where they mm-hmm. allow him to make his points about the commentary mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what was happening with the country where they where you know where the 60s drug counterculture mm-hmm. was only five years ago to where they were in 71 yep at you know at the height of Nixon. And then it's back into the drug phase. And then it's back yeah. into it. But it was nice that you get these little moments of where he actually says something like worth listening to mm-hmm. and some really decent sort of commentary. Yeah. Um, I think this movie made me not want to do those drugs. See, so that's funny because do... I always would see stuff like this and I'm like, I want to yeah. know what, what that's is that like. experience that. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 yep. a, it's an experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I think all of drugs I just is would a very selfish on thing. that level. Yeah. No. Never. Yeah, well, <laughs> half the stuff, like, I don't want to do anything that isn't same natural, time. right? Definitely not that. <laughs> like, I don't like, want to do this mescaline and This stuff is going to kick on for, kick in for an hour, so do this adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> and then the mescaline will kick in. Well, have you guys ever done, like, like an ecstasy kind of a drug? No. Where, like, I've 45 done... minutes into doing it, you're like, this is bullshit. And then no. 20 minutes later, you're just like... Oh man! Well, mushrooms, yes, mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, mushrooms you feel like, like shit for mm-hmm. a solid twenty minutes, half yeah. hour after you eat them, just because mm-hmm. it's you're eating Cause poison because it, it hurts your tummy. It hurts your it's stomach. It's spoiled mm-hmm. mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> uh, but then yeah, and then you will come out of it. We were and watching you don't Man it, of right? Steel, and that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> no. so I'm gonna go lay down in my bedroom, yeah. and uh, that was way better. Just put on some music. Yeah, maybe you have a light on. Like no, it does of, ease in. You're just sort of going around. All of a sudden, you don't yeah. feel bad anymore at yeah. all. Mm. You notice that you've been Good staring even. at something for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Or you're stuck on a thought. Or you just start bursting. Guys, laughter. I don't know if drugs are for me, well, guys. How, many, how much mushrooms did you do? Did you do like a whole eighth? Did you share I eighth? did a decent amount the first time. Yeah. Mm. My buddy dosed me. Okay. Mm. so Because uh, if you take an eighth, it really does start to be a thing where... Uh, you get those visuals, and you really sort of lose control mm-hmm. the of what I got you want to do. Mm-hmm. I was just a lot fun. of I need to lay down. Mm-hmm. There was breathing, like yeah. lights pulsing and stuff. Yeah, but it's also something you get better at. It's a weird thing to say, mm-hmm. and your tolerance like changes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. sometimes like, they're good, sometimes they're bad. It's not like would, a chemical that mm-hmm. that is. It's not like a compound that's perfected. It really yeah. is just some dudes in Portland. Like growing exactly. some stuff in their exactly. backyard, and it's like, sure. What about this? What about you? See, yeah. now we just watched a few weeks ago. We watched the Sean Penn movie had it Into the chocolate. Wild. You've had it. You've mm. had mushrooms as chocolate. Yeah. First time I had it as tea. Second time as chocolate. I think I've had like weed cookies and stuff. That kind of yeah. thing too. Chocolate or whatever, which is weird. But we watched uh, Into the Wild, where um, Emil Hirsch plays a kid who like died because he ate the wrong flower for survival. But and that stresses me out, man. I also I don't know if I could also that's risk not like the, that's different. But, like, I know, but still, I'm, I mean, once I, like, you hear a story about somebody getting like a finger in a chalupa, yeah. But that's not going to stop you from having fast food. That's true. Chalupas are great. Um, exactly. Chili's fingers probably don't chili, taste that bad either. <laughs> chili <laughs> at <laughs> Wendy's is crunchy. delicious. And it turns out that that finger in the chilies. A chili at the Wendy's was a scam that that person was trying to get money from Wendy's. Yeah, so, she cut off her own finger. From no, she had she had a finger. She just oh. had. It. And then I don't know what like where the investigation ended, but somebody was like, "Where'd Hopefully you get this?" Should have started her with house. where the finger. Where, came. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a really good start. Let's start it. Let's start it there. Um, but yeah, sue Wendy's. Find it's out just, where the finger. Came it's from. this idea too that like you have to be okay with sort of forfeiting. You have to let go, control. otherwise let go. it turns that's terrible. Tough. Mm-hmm. That might be tough for me. That's part of the yeah. And it's yeah. part, also part of having another person there. Yes. all it takes is a person saying, hey, you're fine. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're fine. Like, the okay. last time I did mushrooms, I did them 100% by myself mm-hmm. in a house in Joshua Tree. Was mm-hmm. it cool? It was the best experience. It was the most <laughs> amazing real life wow. experience I ever had. But that was part of the goal 
was, was throw yourself in a terrible situation and give up completely mm-hmm. to the process and just sort of see what you feel. Cause and it, it, it worked. It could have gone you terrible. Always, yeah. But that was yeah. the, the point was to try yeah. to, to have this sort of religious or, or whatever Out you want to call it experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And survive it. And you know you're going to be okay. Because yeah, mm-hmm. and you you kind of remind yourself, and it was like an it was an amazing experience, um, and it like reset my brain for like a, a year. I felt like really? a, like a much different person. Well, apparently, for a year. psilocybin can legitimately reset depression, it, it, and it really did. It made me, Whoa. you know, I spent most of the I, I like cried out loud four times. Mm-hmm. I had uncontrollable laughing fits. Mm-hmm. I wrote pages of gibberish, but mm-hmm. still, it felt good to do that. I mm-hmm. listened to music and I heard things I never heard before. It was, and it just reminded me, like things are fine. Yeah, life is. Live there's life. so much good stuff yes. out there. Just, just enjoy the good. Wow. And that stuck with me for like a year. I felt amazing after that. You know, my mom lives in Joshua Tree. Next time I go out there, I'm gonna ask her. I'm like, hey, should we get some mushrooms? And yeah, uh, that's who you should ask. Yeah, ask your <laughs> no, mom. Doing it with hey, your you mom the it. first time might be a little rough. <laughs> that might be. I'm like, mom, can you make sure I'm okay? She would be like, no. That'd like, be she, so yeah. funny. <laughs> but if oh, you could, man. if you could let yeah. yourself if I can have film that, then yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to be there. But that's the kind of thing like, it's the like next hey i trust my mom <laughs> i trust my mom she'll make sure i'm okay yeah um the next time i go on one of those sure jaunts okay. i'll let you know oh, because cool. it really is like it 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 can be such a a profound experience that it's like you want to share it you That's want somebody else to have well that. a lot of people just yeah it's not like hey we're gonna go get fucked up or right. whatever don't go into it without no it's hey we're gonna all. go hopefully have, have an, an experience, experience. Yeah. something yeah. that might be profound and i know that's why people do um do uh burning man and I think I decided pretty early on, as soon as I heard about Burning Man, I was yeah. like, also, not too for me. Hot. Well, it's too many <laughs> too people. It's too, too hot. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. But there, you know, you can do these things in controlled. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. No, I know. do it on the floor of your apartment. But people come back from Burning Man <laughs> yeah, and they're like, do it here, they're, so. like um, they're like, I'm changed. I'm different for a year. I'm recharged. I'm reset. Yeah. And uh, I think my Burning Man is just Comic-Con, except I don't come back reset. I come no, back just tired. Yeah. You do do yeah. so much drugs during Comic-Con, <laughs> yeah. though. You were just running yeah. up and down the floor with your I, shirt off. Yeah, apparently hosted a panel for uh, for uh, some, a comic book company. Forget everything. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was completely sober. Pretty much the entire, even going out at night, I would be like, I We got, had like a drink. like, we could go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, I got to do something in the morning. Let's go sleep. Um, Speaking uh, of yeah. but, Comic-Con and Johnny Depp. Oh, we have to talk about that, but Derek, you had a point. Well, I was going to say, the one thing the movie does show you about drugs is there's parts of your brain that it'll expose mm. and you can't run away from. Mm. Like uh, uh, his attorney, what well, they call them, Gon- you Gonzo. Know, Dr. Gonzo, but mm-hmm. or Mr. Gonzo. I'm a doctor he, of journalism. He clearly knew he was a piece of shit and wanted to kill himself. Yeah. And so when he yeah. was on drugs, that sort of became overwhelming. And he couldn't stop it. Mm. And, and he so, also said, like, if I'm here another hour, I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, is and he it, really going to? And it somebody? does expose yeah. things that you can't run away from. Sometimes yeah. it's just feelings of like sadness or insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, or other times you need to be reminded that things are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that whole like letting loose and just having to do that. And, and Hunter talks a little bit about that too it, in some and, of his other work. I need to read that book. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind to of interested. see what yeah. happens. Yeah, just because watching that movie, you don't know what's real, what isn't real, kind mm-hmm. of. That's the thing about the book too, right? Though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But he has lots of other work where he explores this this okay. kind of thing, and, and you know, for that, I think that the movie *Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas* is very successful because everything we're talking about, like I could get that from the movie. And I don't know if the movie is as profound as, like you were saying at the beginning, like you go into it like, okay, what is great about this movie? N- not Nothing. a whole lot, but just... Well, except for maybe the cinematography. Like, yes. They really did 
Yes. And some of the writing is awesome. The, yes. Like, yeah. Hunter S. Thompson knows the, how to write. Some of the dialogue. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I also <laughs> really like the scene at the like police convention where Christopher Maloney yeah. stars oh, as like so he, funny. Was, Sven. he stars as Sven, like the like the the bellboy or the clerk or whatever at the hotel, who was obviously a, a gay man and like was being frustrated by this guy who was like calling him the F word and was like, ah, get your manager down here and was like mad at him. And Hunter yeah, like, was like, I could hear what he was really saying. And it was Sven yeah. like yelling at him, you know, that, that that Hunter S. Thompson could could kind of look through this person and see this person's frustration and rage and actually, yeah. and, and, and could see what they wanted to well, say. To see and the relationship between two people. Yes. And that sort of power, power imbalance shift. Gay men and the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and like especially at that about, time yeah. mm-hmm. where it was like game on for making people who are openly mm-hmm. effeminate mm-hmm. yeah you know what oh, i mean yeah um and also uh, at that time too people were like paul lynn liberace bet they get a lot of pussy yep like that it, it was yep. so far to think that somebody would be who gay, knew that liberace somebody could be, was gay yeah that yeah. could be yeah. that in your face like basically saying like i enjoy the company of men yes but the 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 idea of that was so taboo yeah. to a society that they're like that wouldn't interest it be. at all yeah. and it was yeah. funny how in that scene Hunter slides in and then Sven like helps him like yeah, immediately. He's yeah. so happy to well, like. Oh yeah, he recognizes. He, oh, you're you, you're part of the counterculture. Exactly. Oh yeah, because you can the you same. can exactly pick him yeah. out from a mile away. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at a drug convention. Yeah. yeah. So or let's anti drug convention. Let's talk about Johnny Depp because a funny thing happened when we were talking about what was the movie from a few uh, uh, weeks Harry ago? Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Johnny Depp is now Grindelwald in the new Harry Potter movies, the Fantastic yeah. Beast movies. And we recorded an episode right before we went to Comic-Con, and in the episode, we talked about how we were like... It'd be crazy for Johnny Depp to show up on the same panel as Amber Heard. We were like, oh, he won't be there because Amber Heard will be there for Aquaman, and it will be in the same hour for Warner Brothers. And right. Johnny Depp won't be there on a panel because he will not risk doing any kind of a press where people can ask him about domestic abuse but you know not the that cameraman they, not he just they assaulted would. in the last sure. during oh his gosh. last movie so we just assumed we're like johnny depp is too much of a i mean when i did a press the press junket for pirates five or whatever like, like last year he wasn't there like too much of a liability i thought i said be, he, there's no way he's going to be there he was there he of showed course. up of course but in the grindelwald in costume, costume did a speech and then they sort of blacked out and he went away so he right. wasn't a part of the panel discussion or whatever and and then sure enough 15 20 30 minutes later like amber heard comes out for aquaman and they do their thing and, and there like, is a restraining order like what was the well, they ballet probably, that had to happen they back were there? probably you know he was whatever amount of yards they yeah. had to be away from each other but yeah. i'm also sure i'm not sure i'm assuming warner brother was like listen amber Mm-hmm. Do you like tons of money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to happen. Listen, Get over it. Listen, Johnny. We, and Johnny, you know, we're, we're, you're going to swoop in and do this one yep. thing, and then you're going to shut gonna, the fuck up. We're going to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to talk to anybody. We're going to, because he you needs know. money. His spending <sighs> habits are insane. And and again, ha- like, yeah. How does he not have it though? Because because they're still throwing him houses. every goddamn movie. Yeah. Ever. Well, think about this, like. We might get a job that pays our rent for a month. But mm-hmm. he has 10 houses raised. His rent is in millions of dollars. And yeah. just reading up on him, Monthly. because here's, yeah. here's the thing that pisses me off about being a movie fan, is that now I have to research what happened between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Like, I wish I didn't have to. Well, and that's sort of the problem, you right? Know? Because 
<laughs> I'm of the mind like most people are broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and absolutely. and especially those who choose an art profession. Mm. You know, like think of some of the music that you've heard. Like mm-hmm. John Lennon was a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he was around today, mm-hmm. he would be. Yeah. you know, Tor- first of all, he'd probably down. have gone the other way and be supporting Trump. But yeah. also, he beat the fucking shit out of his first wife. Really? Yeah, John Lennon. Yeah. Yes. Wow. He's yeah. a terrible human. James Brown, like, kidnapped yeah. a woman. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. people who did some pretty incredible art and also made some very important, you know, societal change yes. and inspired these things are also garbage people. Or they were at one point, or they made <laughs> yeah. mistakes, or they... So what do you I mean, do? Do you James, let people come back? James Gunn just got or? fired, right? James Gunn yeah. just got fired because people... jokes on the internet. Yeah, because people targeted... You know him, well, and they, they use knew. they use they used sort of the, the liberal mentality absolutely. against the against the, the mentality of gamed. of we have to you know just that meant that 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 actual empathy they're using yeah. that against people they and they, the same they thing with Al system. Franken right I mean yeah. how many same other thing. people did things same thing much worse than him but mm-hmm. it, on the other side mm-hmm. they were like no nah, it's fine. the It'll pedophile who was running for yep. Congress absolutely Dennis Hastert was so, like the biggest pedophile and he was Speaker of the House and it wasn't god. until all of that stuff came out that yeah. he, they were like okay you have to go to jail my god um, and all of this stuff happens and here we're talking about and I'm glad you brought that up Derek the idea too of like of pe- everyone's broken right Potentially. Potentially. Does, I'm not saying that excuses behavior. It does, yeah. But you're talking about that human beings are flawed. Pe- yeah. Human beings are flawed. All of the stories that we like hearing are never about, here was a guy who was super nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. He followed the rules of the end. Mm-hmm. And if we do hear them, we don't. they're not memorable. We don't remember that we had to make a documentary about Fred Rogers to remind everybody that he was like a yeah. good soul. Rudy you is know? like a movie where the guy does everything right, but mm-hmm. it's like... <laughs> he still doesn't get anything. No, and it, nothing. It's, that's like, why does it work? Him. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to play football, and Americans, a lot of them, are like, "Well, I was too small to play. I wish yeah. that could happen to me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's really a nothing story. Nothing. It but is a it's nothing. nothing. Story. A guy worked really hard. That that and got a re- and got people a small weep reward. at the end of that movie. I do. I yeah. cry every time I watch it, and I just dug up some old artwork of mine from when I was a kid. I drew. Rudy, the you movie. Drew Rudy? I, have, I have like a drawing. The cover of, of, of him like, with like, the helmet? Yeah. I, I, drew like I, I like that uh, get, we both just put yeah. our arm yeah. in the air like yeah. the poster on, on a But podcast. you're right. And, and, I, and I've had a friend who I care about a lot, and, and, and she asked me, you know, she goes, I, I don't know if people are right now with everything that's happening, I don't know if like, like general audiences and the public are interested in forgiveness are interested in like you know people it's all attack it, it yes and i'm like and i lust? and i feel like it i think it just depends on the situation because there's a lot of people right now that are trying to back up james gunn because a lot of people are, are smartly going like but what is this really and, well, and kind especially of, you know, comedians yes, because it's, yes. it's really mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're living is to tell jokes mm-hmm. and there's some comedians who it's like my living is to tell jokes that upset you yes yeah um this yes. you know Where's this headed? Where's this headed? <laughs> I just saw Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, one of the Ghostbusters on mm-hmm. SNL. She says she's been doing comedy since like 1984 or whatever, and she was on The View. And she's like, if "My job." Help me accountable oh, for that stuff. What's that? She's like, "If anybody held me accountable for that." Oh stuff. yeah, she's like, "I'd be done." And she goes, yeah. "My job is to make the worst things like something we can laugh at." That's mm-hmm. kind of her job as a comedian. I think it's a fascinating uh, thing to talk about. I look at somebody like Robert Downey Jr. Everybody's loved his comeback. And he you fell know? asleep in somebody else's oh, house because he was so fucked up. I know. But I think the <laughs> difference between that and the difference between like Johnny Depp. Yeah, and, like, But that, like, 
he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Right. The, exactly. Johnny Depp. But has, he probably did though. Anybody who maybe, does that many drugs and is that yeah. out of control had to for have sure. Right? You right? know, has hurt yeah. so, somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, like, for sure. And that maybe not even physically or but they've just been a garbage person. They've ru- like think yeah. about his family around him. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. no way that for he sure. didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. He uh, you know, family but you didn't can see like a him. genuine change in a person. Or, can, or look even, Lovato, even if I don't see it. Just yeah. overdosed, right? Yeah. yeah. That had an effect on her family. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Like so does You're absolutely like right. when does it when do the other people's feelings matter? Right. To us as a as, society. as opposed to what makes us comfortable and uncomfortable. Yeah. And with Robert Downey Jr., like, um, he has this whether or not he is okay now, we see publicly. Oh, exactly. he's he's making millions of dollars. He's the head of this huge franchise. He loves playing this character of Iron Man. There's a lot of similarities I've between his Instagram be, stories. Yeah, between him and Iron Man. He's <laughs> he's going to hospitals, he's helping kids, like Marvel's paying him and he loves it, like who he is now and helping people and it's all good. Yeah. And we don't see, you know, what his home life is like now and you know and hopefully, hopefully he will be uh, like drug and alcohol free or whatever, like healthy for the remainder of his life. And you look at Johnny Depp and you look at what happened between him and Amber Heard and the domestic abuse, allegedly, I should say, for legal purposes. And the way that but it was handled legally yes, after and but the way that even she handled it versus Johnny the way he Depp, handled it. Like Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp has a history of drug and alcohol abuse and like incidents and public incidents he has history of like like you're saying like the like the uh, somebody who sued him because he he beat him up on set or whatever yeah. and there was even stuff that happened like in the 90s and in earlier than that and it's this thing of like do we do we hold him accountable 100% or do we go this dude needs help because Amber Heard was saying he relapsed into drug and alcohol use and the dude who he he beat up on set that guy said he reeked of alcohol. Well, like, both, like, like Johnny both. Depp currently yeah. is apparently maybe have fallen off of the wagon and is, you know. And so, yeah, it's like, do we, do we hold him accountable or do we get him help or both? It That's can be the, the argument. same thing. It can be the same it thing. It can be the same thing. Yeah, it, you know. Does helping him do like, do we do the thing that if it happened to any of us, where it's like, okay. You have to go to for real jail for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you maybe don't give woman. him millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or do we go? Or yeah. are you saying do we get, send him to celebrity jail? No, I'm different. saying like oh, oh, oh. because Robert know, Downey Jr. went to real jail. Yeah, for a yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of celebrities have had to go yeah. to like real jail. Yeah. Um, even if it's you know uh, a minimum security, like. Jail mm-hmm. is jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you don't get to that. do what you want to do when you want to do it, <laughs> shit is bad. <laughs> you have to shit in yeah. front of another person. Yeah. In the room that you're <sighs> staying in. <laughs> yeah. That's like, crazy. Like that's going to that's gonna wake a, you up. A, not a door. Just you can see out and yeah. everybody else can s- smell your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy because you, you look at that. You look at even Amber Heard 10 years ago, apparently, in 2009, she was arrested for domestic abuse against her then-girlfriend at the time, like apparently showed up in front of court for those reasons. Who's this? Amber Heard, okay. the woman who, you know, Johnny Depp's ex-wife. And then they've both come out since then and said, we want to move on with our lives and we want everything to be good. And she didn't want to destroy his career or be like a, you know, because they got married without a prenup. So everybody was like, Amber Heard's trying to get money. She donated all of the money she yeah, got. $7 million. Yeah, she, all of that. Yeah, seven million dollars to like charities or whatever so it's this thing of like do we point at amber heard and go hey you did a thing in 2009 we want to hold you accountable for that or have you changed as a person like what were you are you also in drugs and alcohol and then biggest biggest picture do we look at all of that and relate it to how fucked up hollywood is did you see jim and andy did you see the documentary uh no i didn't see it but i i know a lot of 
the story the sto- before yes. that. But it, the most fascinating thing about the documentary about... They just enabled everything. Yes. Because it was working. Because yes. he was giving them a great performance. And, it's and like, that was the same thing with Andy, though, right? The same like, thing with Andy and Kaufman. And the movie we watched, Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson is rewarded for being mm-hmm. somebody who was like, Gonzo Journalism's like... Mm-hmm. Forget the rules. I'm going to make myself part of the story. Mm-hmm. Even gonna, if they're terrible, yeah, I'm going to be terrible. I'm going to wow. turn in the... He hung out with the Hells Angels. These weren't good people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll turn in my work when I feel like it. I'm going to do what I want. rewarded. And he was... He's celebrated for this sort of, like, counterculture hero. Yeah. But So, like, that level of fame and celebrity... <laughs> it's like End of the Wild. Yeah. We read that. It's like, he's going to go out and do this. It's like, you're just selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just hurting people. And, and well, that, and that's a lot of yeah. drug use is even like when I'm talking about like I would have an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for one, I'm doing this just for myself. This yes. doesn't benefit my wife or kid. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. benefit anybody around me. Unless for it maybe is I'm done like person. in a way that yeah, if I come out better your, on the other uh, side, sure. depression or yeah. something makes you a more functioning human sure. being. If it's used yeah. in a way that that's a positive like, way to spin it. But really, <laughs> but know, it's like, like it's not fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It's not a yeah. briefcase full of no. whatever you want. Okay, this yeah. isn't working. Let's try this yeah. for sure. For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I could have the briefcase, getting back, come to on, the you just want to have the briefcase under a floorboard in your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like you look a at those. You look at the environment of Gonzo journalism what was happening and how Hunter S. Thompson became famous. You look at the environment of Hollywood since the beginning of Hollywood to now and both of those environments can be sick because they reward sometimes you know that even though Johnny Depp has gone through this stuff up and down he has has a long history of drug and alcohol abuse you bet your ass that Terry Gilliam was probably stoked that Johnny Depp was in this movie you know because he because he pulls on a good performance and and then you got to ask the question so is there no other actor or actress that could do what these people are doing that are like clean? I bet Terry Gilliam is very much in the same club as Johnny Depp and for Hunter S. Thompson sure. too. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. And I don't think you know. <clears throat> I <laughs> Johnny Depp's been famous since he was sixteen. I know. Yeah, that's messed up. He's had so much money. I don't. There aren't very many people who've had his level of success that you look at and are like, they made it okay. Yeah. And all forty second chances that he's right. received. Yeah. Basically, he's like a child star. It's basically that kind of trajectory. You know what I mean? Sure. And and it like uh you know it's kind of crazy that Macaulay Culkin is is seems okay ish. Yeah. Now, now he's just like making jokes on yeah. Twitter. It's great. Yeah. Now he's yeah. just like he's just but like. Think about that yes. road. I know. And think about all the stuff he that he talks we don't about it know. all the time too. Yeah. though. like he mm-hmm. talks about all the crazy stuff and it's like how it was terrible for him. Mm-hmm. And again, Hollywood sort of fostered that. Like, hey, yes. Macaulay Culkin's at this party with a bunch of prostitutes. And do drugs. you want to go hang out with He's Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on, we'll introduce you. Um, like, yeah, it's weird. And ho- it, but it's not just Hollywood too, it's right? Not. I mean, like, it's the Wall world. Street isn't filled with a it's, bunch of just upstanding citizens. It's filled it's with planet, a bunch of greedy assholes it's who will do anything Earth to make money. That we're describing right now, exactly. Sort of. Everybody will do whatever. To I make always money. hate that when when, yeah. when people in New York are like, "Oh, L.A. is filled with so oh, many no. vapid." Like the fashion industry and Wall Street are mm-hmm. just the salt it's of just the all earth. Those, you. But all of those people go to <laughs> like, Vegas. Yeah, exactly, and they all <laughs> meet at Vegas to smoke cigars and wear Ed Hardy shirts. Even like, even like you. <laughs> about salt of the earth even like industries like like truck driver industries and, and and companies or farming corporations and companies and farmers and people that like coal miners that lose their job we always hear coal miners coal miners those people are losing their jobs their job was also to get lung cancer yeah exactly. but those, they're those, being thrown they're, into hell they're, by their yeah. employers they're, they're compensated their, well but they're giving yeah. up their life two reasons why those salt of the earth people would also while their be losing employers their jobs. are not giving up their life mm-hmm. exactly they're just taking no. all the money. number one greed because they're 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 you know CEO 
CEOs are making more money. And number two is like because of evolving technologies. So we're not going to have coal mining eventually because sure you know, but yeah, a lot of like, industries change but like truck yeah. driving ha- used to have probably still does had a lot of problem with people taking meth uh so that they could stay awake and take those <sighs> yeah. long hauls wow. you know yeah um also we like, know sitting down is terrible for yeah. you and, like their job is just to sit down for like we need uh, some standing a trucks day. it's brutal we need standing trucks yeah. <laughs> i know yeah man uh, uh, but yeah you 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 know Sucks. You see this in any in every industry, in sports. If you perform well, people yes. will look the other way because yes. there's a dollar to be oh, made. Oh, the amount of domestic mm-hmm. abuse mm-hmm. happening in the mm-hmm. sports. Well, and again, they're it's mad about not kneeling. just happening in sports; yeah. it's happening in America. In America, True. it's just uh, as and, and I don't mean this the wrong way. Domestic abuse is bad. I'm not in favor right. of that. Yes, but um, <laughs> I was. I, I don't mind going out on a ledge and <laughs> yeah. saying that. Good call. But, good call. But it's because these people make so much money yep. in these industries that we somehow think that they should be held to a higher standard. Yeah, that they should be perfect. There I should mean, be repercussions. Because well, there should be exactly yes. there should be repercussions. Yes, um, but we hear about it more because they're they're in super the public rich. eye. But you're right; it they're happens famous. in houses all over. Yeah, and yeah. when they get caught. They have real repercussions. They mm-hmm. lose their job. Mm-hmm. They lose their house. They lose their family. They have to go to like a real jail. Mm-hmm. And then even most of the time, not <laughs> even that, tr- mm-hmm. though. It's true. But yeah. athletes and actors and different people, you know, they just, there's sometimes is because of all the money, there's different standards. But no, to yeah. go to, to talk about your point, pay your, bail and your, be done. your question earlier, Keller, like how does Johnny Depp not have all this money? Like it's what Derek said, but also again on Wikipedia on Johnny Depp's like Wikipedia entry. Uh, with some legal trouble that he had, some person that he was involved with was like, was like, you spent $12,000 on wine last month? And Johnny Depp was like offended. And he was like, I spent way more than that. Like yeah. some something to that effect. I and think it's his like, brother ripped him off too. I never read that Rolling Stone article <laughs> about him. Probably. He just yeah. did one recently. Um, but it, it, yeah, it really was that thing. Like yeah. he just yeah. has so many houses and he just buys weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, Nicolas Cage, didn't mm-hmm. he buy the elephant man's bones? He bought the elephant man's think, bones. He bought a T-Rex's head and they had to give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he bought like Action Comics number one. Like the he's a big comic book nerd too. So that's where his I want to go to Nick Cage's from. house so goddamn bad. I don't. There's samurai swords everywhere. Yeah. Oh, for kinds. sure. It's, it's probably like the dorkiest, saddest thing. Just like Hector. There's a picture of that movie i was in next pretty it would cool make your, a poster of that <laughs> great he'd make your action figure collection look like nothing i hope I bet so. his action figure collection's bonkers i would love it if i walked into nicholas cage's house and he's like here's all my hot toys I spent 80 grand i got them all it's my toys room it's my toys. He, he probably has a house for his toys. i hope so i um, hope so so yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what the what the what the takeaway from this conversation is, but these are things I think everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy, (laughs) and these are things I think about when I like I cannot help but feel uh, 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 bad when I see Johnny Depp now. You know, I feel well. I mean, you know, it's gotten to the point where you're right. Like we we do have the option of not putting him in movies. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's like a film on whatever he's in. I mean, especially with J.K. Rowling being like, "Hey guys, they just don't want to talk about this anymore, so he's going to be in our movie." It's a bummer. Yeah, it can. It's just. just It bums me out. It's just gross. It just bums me out. And yeah, they cannot. Especially you know. when we talk about like he does the one like he's gonna be it's a the one character hit, yeah. that he does. There's nothing in that new. Movie. Mm-hmm. He's not bringing anything to it. It seems like no. now he's adding other than his name, and it's like what is that? But that's anymore? the whole thing. I it's mean, his name. Studios his are name like still a thing. He's people will buy the DVD to, mm-hmm. or the Blu-ray to burn it. 
Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, people yeah. will go see the movie. I just yeah, in bought China, six they don't Starbucks drinks so I can burn their <laughs> yeah. sleep. Or, I mean, it happens, you know, like yeah. when LeBron got traded to LA, everyone in Cleveland, like, burned his jersey. Well, mm-hmm. you, you spend know what? $80 you're going to buy jersey. another jersey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the NBA jersey. does not care. And that was the it's thing true. about Howard Stern. One of the reasons why his rating spiked is people mm-hmm. who hated him would listen to his entire show every day to write down all the times they were offended mm-hmm. and send that to, like, the FCC and whatever. Mm-hmm. But that meant they made money. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty messed up. Yeah. But that's also just kind of on us as a public. Yeah. You know, it is. If, if they were like, listen, Hollywood right now, all the actors are terrible people. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put people you've never heard of in all of the movies. <laughs> and you have to go, go see, them. see them. Yeah. It's like, would, it's the, would the public do that? I don't so know. So many great people also. <laughs> I though. Sure. Guys. I hope but they're so. Like, yeah. We just put $700 million in the next Avenger yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it stars nobody you've yeah. heard of. I'll show They're up. all really good. Mark Ruffalo is <laughs> a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. <laughs> he seems really like, Tom good. Hanks Mark can't Ruffalo be in, in every movie. movie. That's yeah. a good yeah, point. Yeah. He's getting a little old for this he stuff. He seems so. really nice. So uh, one of the things that we've started just last week is now we're asking each one of our guests if they could, if it were up to them, if they had the power. You do have the power. This is them, a new list. We're giving this them the power. Nice. We're, we're trying to craft a brand new list. So by the end of this <clears> 10 years, when we're done with the 500 movies, we'll have another list of a movie contributed by each of our guests over a 10-year period. Uh, and then before we ask you, Derek, we, Keller and I, will reveal our picks because the first four movies that we did for this project, it was just Keller and I, no guest, right? We did Ocean's Eleven, Saw, uh, what else? Superman Returns? Uh, Back to the Future no. 2 and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Those four movies, so it was just Keller and I. So we each got two picks that we would add to a what we consider the 500 greatest movies of all time. My number one pick, The Iron Giant. Not on the current list, which is no. bullshit. So that's my pick. That is bullshit. My number two pick, Jurassic Park. I think hmm. both of those movies deserve to be in the top 500 ever made. Keller, I'll what are your you. two picks? My two picks are Empire of the Sun, because mm-hmm. it is my favorite movie of all the time. Are you about and to cry? I'm really close. <laughs> and Hot Rod. It is. Yes. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a comedy guy, so those <laughs> comedy movies affect me mm-hmm. in a more impactful yeah, way. Yeah, totally. It, they're also stuck in time. Yes, they are. So Hot Rod's movies. fairly timeless, though. Hot Rod, <laughs> because Hot Rod, it is so dumb. It was made in mm-hmm. 2007, but feels like it was made in '83 like for mm-hmm. some yeah, reason. Exactly. And because of, but it's, also it's, doesn't have that gross yes. misogyny yes. that came with the sure. '80s. Mm-hmm. It just feels or like, even 2008, like yeah. Superbad. Superbad was was an interesting rewatch over the past ten. That movie came out ten years ago, oh, and yeah, it's actually honest. I don't think it's too misogynist. It's a kind of an honest view of how guys yes. just don't know how how exactly. What that's they're like, doing. Yeah. They're I, so stupid. I felt like that. And, and, and there's and, characters that just move along that spectrum of yeah. not knowing anything. But sure. if you Love haven't had a chance nothing. to see it, if you haven't had a chance to see it, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg just produced the movie Blockers, which is basically girl super yeah. bad. And I dug it. I thought it was great. I definitely want to see I was yeah. not going to go to the theater to yeah. see it, but I want, I'm like excited for when it's on HBO because uh, okay. I didn't. I liked the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think good. this could be funny. But uh, John Cena's in it. Yes. My thing with all John Cena movies are I'm like, within two minutes of seeing him on screen, I want to sure know why he's off. so fucking big. <laughs> like, he's why too his, buff. You have why to his explain dad that. character. Yeah. Unless the dad character is like, I'm wrestler John Cena. Yeah, they don't Cena. ever like, show us his outdoor gym or anything. <laughs> like, why is we he don't so see his garage like, gym. Every Arnold movie, they at yeah. some point would address why he, he would talks open the a way cabinet and there would just does. be protein yeah. powder. Until, and like, yeah, or he's like, oh, my family came here a long time ago. Or like, whatever. 
until, like they would explain yeah. why until you get to like jingle all the way and there's no explanation and i hated that <laughs> yeah. i was like why do you sound like that but your son is just like doesn't sound like yeah, that at all yeah like why you know that was yeah but you're right there was arnold movies yeah. where they would have to be like twins you know, uh i'm a spy you, you know, of true lies yeah, yeah kindergarten cop like there yeah. was a moment when mm-hmm. they like explained why mm-hmm. you talk like that um so here's what i want to know uh the naked gun Mm. Is that on this list? I don't know, I, but it I should be. Because Feel? that is that is pound for pound. I've never laughed harder. Okay. I still think it's hilarious. When I show it to my daughter, mm-hmm. she will not get it, and she <laughs> no. will fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how old is your daughter? <laughs> She's three. Okay. Um, but you I mean, do like, it at eight? No, but that's what I mean. Even at eight, is she going to be like, this is slow, and... I'm going like, to raise my children in, work? in a time capsule. I want her to watch it and love it. That's, mm-hmm. The baseball that's be scene so and the naked gun is the best thing I've ever seen in you're, my entire fucking life. You're gonna have to make sure that you get it to her before she learns about O.J. Simpson. <laughs> just, just make sure that like she watches. That's a it good point. That is a good that. point. Where I don't otherwise, have to pause it. okay, so, yeah, because yeah. there still are like ten year olds who are making O.J. jokes. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they cover I, O.J. We, in we school like Nordberg, at this point. but he he yeah. for sure killed like two people. Yeah, yeah. yeah we know yeah. for sure. So the Naked Gun is <laughs> we like Nordberg. Unsurprisingly, not because it's a bad movie, but because comedy is not as represented. No, as you hope. On the list, the current list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. But now but we just so added. it's so damn funny. We just added it, brother. That's great. That's the new that list. That might be the like. The Naked Gun. I don't know. As far as like. Those kinds. Slapstick, yeah. second for second joke I, bit. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Leslie Nielsen for the majority of the movie is playing a very serious role. Mm-hmm. He's just saying ridiculous. He's great. Thanks. He I plays it so straight. So good at so it. Well. I love Leslie um, Nielsen. And then too. if that was not, mm-hmm. if that was already on the list, I would have said Step Brothers. Oh, excellent. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the good Wait, news. That almost went on the list last week. No here's, joke. Here's the good oh, news. Good. I have a feeling. On there last week. I'm kind of glad you picked <clears throat> Naked Gun because even though I picked two movies that I feel like ideally over 10 years in 500 guests, one of them was probably going to say Jurassic Park. Sure. One of them was going to say The Iron Giant. So I picked two that when that comes up, I'll be like, those are already on the list. The Naked Gun, I don't know if that would have been on there. I'm a little Step older. Brothers, somebody's going to say Step I Brothers. I hope so. It's, and it's very not, good. Not worried but about it. The, I like the Naked Gun so much. There's a moment uh, where a batter comes up mm-hmm. for the Mariners, and, and they, they just announce his name. They go, Armando Crescioni. Crescioni. I bought a Seattle Mariners t-shirt jersey <laughs> and had with the number and had Crescioni put on the back. It's a joke for one. <laughs> That's but it's, it's so like, good. I'm so proud of that shirt. What's the joke? Crush the one? joke is just that if you've watched Naked Gun enough, you know who that person is. You know is. who Armando Crescioni is. There's, <laughs> is he not he's a not player? a real baseball player. <laughs> he's never mentioned again. He's never yeah. mentioned again. He does nothing remarkable. He gets mm-hmm. walked. Mm-hmm. Nothing remarkable happens it's other than it's bit. audible. There's not even There's a not bit even to bit. him being in the movie. Nothing at all. It's a joke <laughs> for cut. like a like a hundred people who have ever lived. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Do you still own this jersey? Fuck yeah. Has anyone it's ever a jersey shirt? Has, has anybody anyone ever, ever commented? Zero times. Yeah. Damn. Zero times. It when doesn't it happens, make it out in the wild too often because sure. it's not often I'm gonna wear a Seattle Mariners shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have worn it, uh-huh. and nobody has ever commented. I had to even like occasionally people like, "Why are you wearing that?" And you have to like. And then when I explain it. it, they're like, "That's really stupid." Yep. But can you uh, imagine how? How is that your favorite comedy? I like pound for pound. It's my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like mm-hmm. all yeah. of the movies, I could say one flew over the cuckoo's nest and sure. pretend that like I mm-hmm. give a shit about how movies are made. I, I, there's no movie I've ever seen that I've enjoyed more than the naked gun. Yeah. How do you feel um, about the two sequels? sequels? Yeah. Not as much. Okay. But do you um, still love them? You still have love for you them? Have residual, no, 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 I don't nothing, hate them, no but I'm, cause I'll tell you right not now, really. Okay. I think it's not like, uh, 
it's not like a the Godfather situation sure. where you're like, oh, like one and two and three mm-hmm. was bad. For me, I'm like, I really like the Naked Gun. The other two, you were, can, you can I, leave I don't ever need, but it doesn't tarnish the first right. one. I is love ninety nine and a half or something though. Thirty three and a third. That's yeah, a, that's a funny. The Naked bit. Gun two, and yeah. the Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I think it was two and a half. Right? Two and a half, and, two and a that's why they kept doing the, the fractions. Because um, like I love the first Austin Powers. I think it is such a good comedy. Mm-hmm. And Austin Powers two, I don't think is as good, but there is some great stuff. In I that. thought everybody liked Spy Who, Who Shagged Me. Better. Yes, mm, when it came out, yes, because it introduced Fat Bastard, Vern Troyer, who we saw tonight. I always liked the first one me. more. I know. Really? I know. Yeah. I, yeah. That was another okay. movie that I, I was like, any of them. I, I saw in the theater and like nobody else saw that movie mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about it. I, it was pre-internet. I went to go see it in the about. theater. I went to go see it because it was 1997 and I was like an SNL reruns fan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Mike Myers. Like, the I'm the like, best of Mike Myers yeah. DVDs. I'm like, I missed Wayne's World in theaters a couple years ago because I was too young, but I went to go see it and like, I remember that um, when it came out, also my cousin who was older. We were talking about it later. He freaked out because none of the trailers showed who played Dr. Evil. He was all hidden. So when you went to the movie and it was, he turned around and it was Mike Myers and he was like, right. Like, like he lost it. He was like, oh my God, this is so brilliant. It's so great. It was such a good movie. Uh, Similar to Step Brothers where it was like, this is, you didn't have any expectations. And you Mm -hmm. see it and you're like, oh my God. Man. Uh, MacGruber. That's another one. Thank you. Yes. That is Thank another you. one that like. So funny. So funny that everybody Nobody thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I went and saw that like And a lot of people times. do think it's terrible. Yeah. Well, they're that, wrong. That has been Keller and I's like friendship test for the past couple years is we'll throw on MacGruber and it's like. Okay. More Hot Rod than anything. Yeah. Hot Rod is definitely the friendship test, but but MacGruber's in this they're, they're same. They're a similar yeah. ilk, right? Where mm-hmm. like you think it's going to be too stupid to watch mm-hmm. and then it's totally not. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you know, in in like um, in like a fun, enjoyable yeah. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're never aggravated by it. it. You don't do this a lot, where you like roll your eyes and go, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you go, really? No, you're like, oh, that was. But what? But good bit. Speaking of Austin Powers, so by stupid. the third one, I did that a lot. Yeah, the third one's not great. The third uh, one's not great. We'll get to them, Kelly. Uh, a few years ago, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber's coming up on the list, I and I'm pumped about talk about that one. Yeah. Because that's like one of the dumbest movies ever made, but it's so it just genius works. how dumb it is. It just yep. works like, for some no reason. one. You yep. had to be the smartest person in the world to think of something that dumb. Well, that's why it was nice to see Jeff Daniels go on to get a yes. lot of success in serious roles. Because yeah. it mm-hmm. did show like, no, it's not like you just get a head injury and get good at comedy. Like mm-hmm. there is a real art to Range the timing. And commitment. Everybody, yeah. everybody and the knows. Commitment. Exactly. I'll say this about Dumb and Dumber. Everybody knows that Jim Carrey like steals the movie, but... Watch Jeff Daniels in that movie. I love Jeff Daniels in that movie. He like commits so hard to kind of keep up with Jim, but it, oftentimes they're on the same level. But sometimes he that, surpasses. It work. No. I totally agree. That's why the mask was dumb. Mm, he didn't yeah. have somebody else to bounce he around had, all that stuff man, yeah. with. His straight man was just another yeah. incredibly dumb person. Yeah, and that's, that's why true. Ace Ventura sort of hangs on a thread sometimes because yeah. he, it's just he's so out there. But it's also like there's some moments you can't deny are just so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is, and also Ace Ventura of its time because it is its incredibly time. transphobic. Now we know it's real bad. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I was like, there's there's other terrible, <laughs> there's awful parts about it too. Oh, like. <laughs> Yeah, in retrospect, when nature calls is incredibly racist. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And it, but it's almost like less offensive somehow than the than yeah. the first one. Yeah, I feel like. Um, well, I, I think know. because they're it's like they're know. doing a, a caricature.
picture of what Africa is, mm-hmm. whereas it feels like he is so upset that Einhorn is yeah. a man. <laughs> people are yes, throwing up. People are throwing yes. the idea that a beautiful that they woman... Ki- or that they kissed a man. That they kissed, That's the yeah, real idea. Yeah. So the idea that they're now homophobic. You guys, because yeah. I loved that movie gay. when I was like five. Like, I loved... Well, Ace why Ventura. wouldn't okay. you? You could yeah. still mm-hmm. love, uh, but again, mm-hmm. that goes back to the yeah. like. It's a cartoony guy playing with yes. animals, yeah. making dumb yep. fart jokes sure. for an hour and a half. Why wouldn't I love it? I was a five year old's going to be on board. You know, mm-hmm. you talk about Wayne's World. They had I didn't offensive jokes <gasps> that, by today's standards, would not work. And Mike <gasps> Myers is, you know, he's somebody who doesn't want to offend. Nice but, guy, yeah. But, you know, they oh. have plenty of things. He doesn't want to offend. Did you see the love? The love guru. He doesn't want to make you laugh either. That movie had hockey in it, and I still hate. I know. I know. Sorry. It's. We- I think it's weird that you're. It's also from... weird that it had hockey in it. Yeah, it's w- totally it's weird. Mike Myers. I just wanted to jam it in somehow. True. Yeah. But Justin Timberlake was funny in that. I will defend Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he was good in that. He and was. Justin Timberlake was good as the voice of Boo Boo in the Yogi Bear movie. Was he? We got to wrap up, Didn't guys. It. Um, okay. <laughs> that's it. We're coming. To, we're coming down to the uh, to the end, I guess. Um, great discussion about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, I I feel better where about it took us. and where it took us. And uh, yeah, Kelly, we never got your overall thoughts. I'm so sorry. What are your overall thoughts from an hour ago? What are they? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I mainly enjoyed the performances. Mm -hmm. And it was shot very interestingly and lit well. And I, I don't need to see it again. That is a very, very correct reaction to that. (laughs) But I, I would throw it on like... Like, throw it on in the background while music was playing. Mm-hmm. Just have that on the TV during a party sure. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, like, it's a movie that should be played on mute at a bar. Yes. 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 People Perfect. be like, what the fuck is happening? Perfect. Yeah. And then you could be while like... While they're holding a drink. Ha huh, I've seen this. And yeah, it's exactly. like, hey, can you turn it up? This part's really good. Yeah. And, and then like, t- I've seen this movie. And then turn it down. <laughs> exactly. Just like, yeah. And if anyone hasn't seen this movie and I talk about how great Benicio Del Toro's performance is, I might search a YouTube scene clip to send to them later you know what i mean i'm not gonna be like maybe watch the whole movie i'll be like check out this clip but it's not that long it's not i'd say you could do it it's two hours i'd say it's worth a watch i would agree just yeah if you're really it's worth watching if you're really into watching a lot of movies Uh, yeah i don't think it's (laughs) like as you guys are doing greatest Mm -hmm. movies you could only watch 500 movies even me who liked it it'd be hard to say like let's put this wouldn't be on there no (laughs) i don't think so keller what are we watching next week and who is our guest um I don't remember who the guest is. It's Jenny Chaha. I don't know how to say her last name. Ch- it's super fun, though. It's a fun last name. Chalakian. Do you want to give her? Chalakian. She's a comedian. She is very funny. Uh, we'll Chalakian. be watching Chalakian. The Crow. And the Crow is on Amazon Prime and Hulu. Yeah. So you all can watch it for free. Watch along with us. Otherwise, you can rent it on Amazon and different places and and YouTube and PlayStation and Vudu and whatever else I met. Yeah, it's on Amazon. But it's on Amazon Prime and it's on Hulu, The Crow from 1994 with Brandon Lee. And we just watched Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee a few weeks ago. This has been a weird couple of weeks. It has. For these movies. This has definitely been weird. And... So be sure to watch that, guys. It's um, <laughs> bro. And and one last huge thank you to Derek Paller for thank coming on the so show. Thank this you guys week, for having talking me. about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Derek, would you like to point people to any of your work online to support you and what you do? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's why I asked. A lot of things I do, people don't see. That's um, good. No, but thank you. Okay. 
Yeah. Check out these guys. Oh my what, god! You promote Thanks. yourselves. Thanks so much. I'm just a guest. I was just. I'm just happy. To be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have you back. Uh, next, guys, do next mushrooms. Year. Yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. fucking do mushrooms. <laughs> do a lot of drugs, you guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back next year because the bit is that we're trying to have a different person every week for the first year, which is 50 weeks is what we're doing this, and then um, and then next year we'll have a bunch of guests come back and talk about something else. This was a lot of fun. I would, I would Maybe love a to comedy. come back. Maybe a comedy next time. Yeah. yeah. That but thank you for contributing The Naked Gun to our new list. Of course. Hell yes. Of and, course. Uh, oh, very worthy addition. And we'll see you guys next week after you watch The Crow on Hulu or Amazon Prime and with our guest Jenny <laughs> Chalikian. Chalikian? Chalikian. Chalikian. We'll ask her next week. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Derek, did you want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah. Okay. I won't be here next week. Okay, great. That's why I didn't okay, want to say Okay, until next then week. Say, go, so then say goodbye. Say goodbye. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll be back in 2019. <laughs> okay. We'll watch a comedy. All right, we'll see you I next week. I love you. Week. Listen to these Blue Apron ads. Okay, bye. <laughs>